0: Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value, that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another week of the podcast. In the studio is, I'm going to be a little honest and very biased, my favorite guest that we've ever had is my wife, Danielle, is in the studio today. Danielle, how are you feeling?
1: I feel great.
0: Feeling great, guys. She's in the studio today because we are discussing our seven rules for your dating relationship, engagement, marital relationship, whatever you got. Mm -hmm. But seven rules for your relationship. And before we jump into this, I want to encourage you guys. Number one, these rules we really feel like are incredibly impactful and will be extremely helpful for you as you navigate your relationship. Yet, it's definitely not exhaustive. And so we recognize that there's so many more wise things and many more insights that you're going to pick up along the way that will better and enhance your relationship. But these are things that are incredibly important to us, things that have helped us along the way, and we pray and are confident will help you in your relational journey as well. So, yeah. Danielle, you ready to jump in? Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Number one, both people need to have an affinity and desire to build a relationship with each other's family. And this was something that we ran into. You know, My in-laws are incredibly fair, and we have a great relationship today, but we didn't always have like the most super solid Relationship and at you know at times it was actually really difficult, and so there was lots of temptation in there. And you know, I'll let Danielle speak to this you know a little bit. Is that you know there was tons of times of tension and times of which like we really did not get along and and stuff like that. And that strained relationship strained our dating relationship along the way, and it really caused a temptation within me to be like, you know what, like you know who cares about this, like. I don't really want to try anymore. I don't want to spend time, whatever it may be. And that like compounded the issue, that lack of affinity, that lack of desire. Mm -hmm. And Romans 12, 18 even says, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. And I certainly was not abiding by that. But Danielle, what are your thoughts on like the importance of your partner having an affinity, a desire to have a relationship with your family?
1: Yeah, uh, I think just touching back on to what you're saying, I think um, there were times where it was definitely harder to have those types of relationships, uh, for, you know, whatever reason. Um, but just the importance of it, I think rings true to just this day of us being married. And, um, we continuously spend time with my family and just, um, really appreciate the relationship that we get to have with them and just the way that they, um, are part of our lives a part of our marriage a part of our relationship. Um, I couldn't imagine what it would be like if we didn't Have that kind of support system from them. So
0: yeah, absolutely and you know for those listening, it's my in-laws are incredibly fair to me but for some of you, I totally recognize the fact that maybe your partner's family is not fair to you Maybe they're a little crazy a little rational and I totally get that But just know that it's not our job to be able to dictate that people act a certain way mm-hmm. That's our job to live at peace with one another and mm-hmm. so always loving always being the one who's pushing compassion and pushing patience and being that bigger person in that situation always and that will lend itself volumes in the long term especially if you plan to marry that person mm-hmm. uh always having an penny always desire to build a relationship with the family because as they say if you when you marry the person you marry the family and that is incredibly true so that's number one what's number two daniel
1: yeah. So number two is my personal fave and that is just praying together for one another. And even with one another, uh, we don't, don't think we did this too much whenever we were dating, but have do it while we are married. Um, and just, uh, making it a point to pray with one another every single night. Um, but more importantly, just praying for your spouse and, um, praying over them and just praying that God is leading them and that they are seeking Jesus and that uh, you guys, most importantly, y'all are putting God at the center of your life. You just want to have that foundation for one another. Um, I think yeah. that's great.
0: Absolutely. Prayer is the difference between what you can do and what God can do. And so mm-hmm. praying with your significant other is cool, your boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. your you know husband, husband or wife. That's great. Praying Like for them but also praying with them and doing all that stuff just really sets the spiritual tone in the relationship. It keeps your eyes on the prize on what it is to honor Christ and every single thing that you do Mm -hmm. Um, and that will really help when it comes to falling in line with the rest of these things on the list. Speaking of the list, let's jump to number three. Uh, This one was huge for me, I think, personally, is do not ditch the activities or friends you had before the relationship. And so the big thing is like, You know, like when you're a guy like me and you find a girl like Danielle, the temptation is to like really lock into that and just put all cash, all your chips into the relationship and just say, oh, my gosh, like they make me so happy. Here she makes me so happy that I don't need to spend time with anybody else. I don't need to do anything else. Like they are my lifeblood. They are my purpose. They are everything that I need in my life. And though they are great and though they're awesome, they are not your God and they may make a great girlfriend, but they make a horrible God. Mm -hmm. And so the important thing is to not ditch those activities or friends you had before the relationship. So if you, for example, for me, like I like to work out, it was important that I continue to work out. If you're a person who enjoys disc golf on the weekends, like continue to enjoy disc golf. If, uh, if you like photography or if you like social media or if you like graphic design or whatever your outlet is, it's important that you continue to do that even throughout your dating relationship and find time to do that as much as you want to spend every waking moment with that other person, Mm -hmm. always make time for the things that give you purpose and fulfillment the same way with your friends, right? Don't ditch your friends. They're the people who got you to the point that you were at and they're going to be the person, the people who keep you at that and support you and love you through many, many hardships. And so Mm -hmm. Daniel, what are your thoughts on like retaining your activities, retaining your friends and all that stuff and not cashing in like all your purpose on one person what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah i think uh one of us or probably plenty of us know someone who uh, every single time they get into a relationship they kind of just ditch their friends uh maybe ditch a sport that they love to do or whatever all for their significant other um and then that relationship ends and they're kind of like oh well now now what do i do and so to just kind of avoid all of that um Just still continue to hang out with your people. Um, One, you don't want to ditch them for a guy, but more importantly, you're going to need your community and your friends as you walk throughout life. So you need them together uh, with you. So I think that's important, and I totally 100% agree, just to continue to pursue your passions and what you like to do, and don't ever give that up for a guy or a gal.
0: Mad facts. Mad facts, babe. Good one. What you got next?
1: Yeah, so uh, the next one that we have is a big one. Communicate your feelings consistently and clearly. So uh, don't live, don't leave your partner in the dark. Um, this is an important one for me and one that I can resonate with a ton because uh, I'm not really good at communicating, and so that is something that. I have had to work on um, in our dating relationship and even in our marriage today is just being able to communicate with your uh, significant other because, as I have learned, is you can't read my mind. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, I do a decent job, but yeah, you're right. Sometimes I do miss on the assumptions there, but no, I mean you're exactly right, babe. It's it's just when you don't communicate, it creates a ton of anxiety in the relationship and creates this space of like unknown and at least for me and I wonder if there's any guys out there who resonate with this and gals as well of like when I, when I feel like I'm in the dark, when I feel like I don't know or when I can't get a good grasp on like how the other person's feeling, I feel like I get very like annoying and pushy and no one likes pushy people. And so sometimes that can be the temptation. Is like, well, I don't know how they feel. So I feel like I need to text them or reach out or like, like find out how they feel or maybe they're thinking about breaking up with me when in reality, maybe they're just, quiet or maybe they don't feel like texting all the time or maybe mm-hmm. like for us i was horrible am to this day i'm horrible at texting horrible at replying and that probably was misinterpreted plenty of times mm-hmm. and you know if you're in a relationship kind of the onus is on you to communicate what you're feeling if you're feeling like doubts about the relationship it's okay to share that in a way that's loving if you're feeling like you know some some things are toxic or you're working through some stuff it's okay to communicate that in progress like you don't always have to have like the finished thought to be able to communicate that and Mm -hmm. so don't leave your partner in the dark communicate very clearly which Mm -hmm. brings us to number five here is be serious about setting physical boundaries be serious about setting physical boundaries oh my gosh i don't even know why i'm giving this point because i'm the guy and i was like i felt like for us guys it's like that grind of glorifying God in our sexuality and our physical boundaries can be such a massive hill to climb. But obviously scripture calls us first Corinthians six eighteen talks mm-hmm. about fleeing from sexual immorality. And you know, those of us, those listening to the podcast can't see this, but my wife is incredibly beautiful. And so there is such a massive draw to, you know, to go past those things and enter into sin in our relationship. And I'm, you know, for us, flee from sexual immorality had to be like a constant thing a constant thing we were just always trying to fight and it was that way you know obviously until we got married and we're allowed to do that in the right context because i've said this on this podcast before like sex is great if you wait sex is great if you wait but if you don't wait it causes tons of complexity in the relationship Mm -hmm. and you know for us if you know with If those types of things, you know, are being done all the time, whatever it may be, it can really cause a lot of toxicity and a lot of weird bonds that aren't meant to be there and, you know, all of that stuff. And so setting those boundaries, whatever that looks like for you, you know, whether that's leaving the door cracked, whether that's not being, you know, home alone. I understand if you're an adult, like you might not have roommates, you know, setting boundaries around where there's like a certain curfew or, you know, whatever you feel like you're falling into, make sure you're vigilant about setting those physical boundaries because if you don't, those bonds that you create as a result will really throw some nuance and unnecessary difficulty into that relationship. Daniel, do you have any thoughts on that? Or you just want to move on to the next one? Yeah,
1: no, I not She's good to go. Agree. She was
0: like, Nick, please take that one before the episode started. She's like, please take the physical boundaries one. And I was like, yeah, I got you. <sighs> Anyways, Daniel, you got the next one though.
1: Yeah. So, uh, next one is don't compare your relationship to other people's and to run your own race. So, I mean, we, uh, went through a season in our life where we were supposed to get engaged and, um, didn't for, I don't know, probably the next year for the next year. And so it was really easy to fall into the temptation of just kind of comparing myself to others on social media, seeing other people get engaged and married and all that stuff. And just how hard it was to just kind of walk through that and not feel like I should be somewhere else where I'm not. So, um comparison is definitely the thief of joy here in this situation and um doesn't really matter if other people seem happy or you know whatever else social media portrays because uh social media is just kind of a glimpse of people's highlights of good times so
0: don't compare your reality to somebody else's highlight reel Mm -hmm. and that was you know for us i've shared this uh, several weeks back you should go listen to it I think it's on one of our breakup episodes but I talked about how Danielle and I broke up for like nine months and mm-hmm. when we broke up I had the ring like I'd already had an engagement ring for her and so that comparison like I deleted social media throughout that time just because I I really felt like and I think she could would agree with ditto this that I felt like we should have been engaged I felt like we should have been engaged preparing you know getting ready for a wedding and all that great stuff getting ready to do life together and we were just you know I was dumped and so That comparison thing really sticks out and, you know, comparison kills contentment. I was far from content in that season of my life. And so stay far away from comparison, run your race, walk your journey and move at the pace that God has called you to move at. So I think we got number seven, but I think we're gonna give him a bonus one either because I miscounted or we'll just give him a bonus one. So number seven, and then we'll get to the last one after this is Mm -hmm. recognize that the goal is progress, not perfection. The goal is progress, not perfection. Perfection meaning this is that you're never gonna be perfect. You're always gonna slip up sexually, in some way, shape, or form, physically. Somehow, some ways. Someone will mess up or go too far or whatever that may be. You you probably and likely are gonna say something that you didn't mean to say. You're gonna act impatient. You're gonna act in a way that's kind of annoying. You're gonna forget an anniversary, you're going to forget some special date, you're not going to get them a gift, you're going to do something that messes up Mm -hmm. and just recognize that you're not going to be the perfect partner. It's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. And also with the onus on the other person, recognize that your partner is not going to be the perfect partner. And always giving them slack and always giving them the same grace that God has afforded us on the cross Mm -hmm. in the form of Jesus Christ. And recognizing like, man, it's just not about getting to this upper echelon of perfection. Oh my gosh, we do nothing wrong. This is always butterflies and blossoms all the time. Mm -hmm. Is that at one point you have to come to grips with you know what? We just got to progress. Mm-hmm. You know what? If we if we argued three times last week, let's try to argue one time this week. You know, if we slipped up, you know, down here, let's just try to get better. Like our relationship is not ruined because we messed up. Mm-hmm. It's ruined if we keep the mentality that, oh, well, we're just never going to progress for the glory of God. So always keep that in mind. You're going to fail. And it also teaches you a valuable lesson when it comes to marriage mm-hmm. because marriage is all about working through stuff. Like people ask me like, oh, my gosh, you guys got married. Like it must be so great. And it is great. But all marriage is is a bunch of solving problems. Mm-hmm. There's so many things to discuss, so many things to hash out when you get married, finances, family, uh, you know, once kids are introduced, the kids, like there's so many things to argue about, so many things to battle like, against, so many where, so many areas to mess up in and always recognize like just make progress, mm-hmm. just fix it and move on, fix it and move on, fix it and move on. So, thing mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that one?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think you touched that one pretty perfectly and just... Don't dwell in your mistakes, I think, is probably the best thing I could say.
0: Bars. Cool. Let's give them the bonus one. I guess eight. Eight of seven.
1: So uh, the last one is to uh, start your healing journey now. So this is something that um, I think both of us could be pretty passionate about in just the fact that we walked through such a hard season and just seeking uh counseling through that. And so during just that break of after uh we broke up to in between we got back together, just being really consistent in um really bettering ourselves. Uh, we wanted to be the best versions of ourselves so we could be the best version for one another. Um I think that is truly important to just you know, work through whatever you have, whatever you got going on, um, whether that's counseling or whatever it is, um, whatever that looks like for you. Uh, for me, it was counseling, um, to just, for me it was counseling too. Yeah. Uh, for the both of us, it was counseling, but I think we, through that season, we grew a ton. Um, we knew what it, for me, I knew what it was like to really trust in the Lord and, uh, just kind of have him walk through hard times with me. So I say all that for counseling, how it has helped us in just uh, being able to walk through different journeys with one another together and, talk with one another, communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has set us up for success and just kind of working through and healing through a lot of things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when it, come to ca- when it comes to counseling and therapy, it's not about what's wrong with you that drives you into therapy. A lot of people say that like, oh my gosh, they're in therapy. Something must be really wrong with them. And it's not about what's wrong with you that drives you into therapy and counseling. It's about what's right with you, the humility, the drive, the desire to say, you know what, I want to be the person that God has purposed me To be, whether that be mentally, physically, spiritually, I want to cover all of that stuff. And counseling was a massive factor for all of this. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm one of those like manly men who think I can solve all the problems and things like that on my own. But counseling was a game changer for not only me, but for our relationship. I would dare to say that we probably would not be together today if we had not walked through counseling Mm -hmm. together. And so Danielle, one, thank you for joining me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You did incredibly awesome. And I think... I'm excited to have you back on future episodes. She doesn't know that, but she'll be back on future episodes. Wow, Louie (laughs) too. And Louie is also laying in my feet, and he will be back on future episodes. But guys, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, We love you guys a ton, and we pray that these rules help your relationship a ton. So, peace out, guys. Have a great week.
1: A ton.
0: A ton. I hope this episode helps you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.